Welcome to It's Time for the Word, the podcast ministry of Pastor P.A. Harvin, founder and senior leader of It's Time Ministries. No matter where you find yourself in life, you still matter to God. And guess what? You matter to me as well. Trust me, I've made enough messes in my life to realize that God still has a plan for me in spite of me. From those messes, he's taught me the importance of staying connected to him in everything I do. And he's challenged me to help others in their walk with Christ. It's time that you walk in your purpose, in your passion, and in his power. No more excuses. It's time to grow. Let's go. You have no idea the potential that lies inside of you if you ever overcome your challenge of being around difficult people. You have no clue what God can really use you to do to change the world, to impact cultures, to impact systems, all if you would just trust God enough to deal with the difficult people in your life. You know, a lot of us, the the thing that gets us off track is when we think about how other people perceive us, we allow how they place us in their mind to determine how we see ourselves in our own mind. But this young man I want to talk to you all about today did not make that mistake. He knew his worth. He knew his value. He had learned lessons that no one else really knew about. And sometimes the best lessons we will ever learn in life are those lessons that God takes us to the side and teaches us when nobody else is around. See, the truth of the matter is some folk don't know some of the storms you've had to deal with in your life. And so when they come to you and with their difficulties and their challenges, uh, many times they see in you what they don't see in themselves. Let's talk about scripture. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 17, and let's talk about how David handled Goliath. Now, we often know that Goliath was the Philistine giant, but I want to tell you something. That wasn't the only Goliath that David had to deal with. David, before he ever went to battle with Goliath, he had to go to battle with his own brothers. And his first difficulty wasn't even Goliath. His first difficulty was seeing other people that did not believe that God could use him to do what they weren't doing. You see, brothers and sisters, a lot of times people count you out because they don't have the courage to do what needs to be done themselves. And so by you stepping forward, it is an indictment. It's a conviction against them that maybe why, why haven't I been able to do it? Why does God send this new guy on the block to do what I haven't been able to do for 40 years? Why does God send this new person on the block to do what I don't have the courage to do for myself? And sometimes when you're dealing with difficult people, they really don't dislike you or have a problem with you as an individual. They have a problem with the potential that they see in you. They have a problem with the fact that you're not afraid to take on the challenge. You're not afraid to apply for the position. You're not afraid to try. And even if you fail, you are willing to fight because you have a cause behind you. This is what we see in David's life. David, the youngest son of Jesse, his father. His father has these three older boys that are are in Saul's army. Now, he has a total of eight, but three of them in in the army. And they go out to fight the Philistines. And, you know, as it would be, the Philistines would often put forth their their champion by the name of Goliath. And, oh, my God, when Goliath showed up, it seemed like all of of the army of Israel got afraid. As soon as Goliath approached the front line, they would back off. This Philistine giant actually taunted the armies of the Lord for some 40 days straight, day after day, coming up and say, basically, you want some of this? 
and they would always back off. And it just so happened one day that David's father told him to leave the field tending to the sheep and go take his brother some things on the front line and check on them. Well, as David was going, Goliath, the timing was so succinct. Goliath does what he's been doing for 40 days. Goliath taunts the armies of Israel. And the Bible says that David heard what Goliath said. Can you imagine this young boy having these older brothers he's so proud of looking up to their fighting in the army of the, of the king? And yet he goes to check on them with an expectation that they have courage, they have valor, and that they're standing strong only to find out that they're not who he thought they were. They're cowering down because this giant is looking on them and saying, you want some of this? And nobody is stepping forward. So David um, begins to ask questions. And David asks the men, um, how long has this guy been doing this? What's going on here? Um, Anybody step into this? And his brothers heard him. The Bible tells us that Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when David spoke unto the men, and he got mad. He didn't get mad with Goliath, but he got mad with David. And what does he say? He comes to David and says, Why did you come out here? And whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? You see, that's the first thing difficult people would often do to you. They will try to undermine you and make you see yourself as being small because in actuality, they are small. They tried to marginalize his ministry so that they could feel better about their lack of ministry. They tried to marginalize his courage and his valor because they had no courage and valor in facing this Goliath. See, they didn't see how David had taken on a bear. Didn't understand how David had taken on a lion. David had built up courage with those few sheep. Oh my God, my brother, what are you doing with your few sheep? My sister, what are you doing with your few sheep? See, people see you when God prepares you and you're on the scene now, but they really don't know the preparation process God took you through. And so here you are, God has built up courage by all the experiences you've had to go through in your life. Here you are, you've gone through all these different challenges and God has shown himself to be faithful in every situation you've encountered. And now God brings you to the forefront and all the people on the forefront who had no courage, who had um, the opportunity that you are now being given, but they cowered away from it. Now they don't turn their attention on Goliath, but now they make you the enemy. Instead of us fighting the real enemy, now we choose to fight each other because we don't see that God can use somebody other than the one who doesn't have courage to move forward. So the Bible says that David um, keeps on talking. He goes and talks to some of the other guys. And by the time David finished talking, it gets back to King Saul. Now, King Saul is an interesting fellow because we already know, you know that King Saul had already disobeyed God. God had already told him right from wrong. And Saul made a decision that he would rather do things his own way. And God was going to deal with him because of that. We know that Saul, he was the people's choice for king. He looked like a king. He was bold and strappy. But Saul himself was afraid of this very Goliath. How do we know that? In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 11, it tells us, When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. So here it is, the leader is afraid. Here it is, his army is afraid. Here it is, David's older brothers are afraid. And yet this little shepherd boy 
comes to check on his brothers because his daddy told him to come check on him. He leaves his little few sheep in the field, comes to check on him, and he gets uh, marginalized. He gets minimized because he's not on the front lines like they are. But watch what David does. By the time Saul finds out about the questions that David's been asking, Saul calls for David. And Saul basically says to David, um, you know what? You're too young to fight against this Philistine. He's a man of war and you're just a youth. You don't know enough to deal with him. You're not strong enough to deal with him. You don't know the strategies that, that Goliath will take. He will crush you, David. He can take you out very easily. And see, Saul begins to rehearse what he's been thinking in his own mind, probably about himself and his own army. You see, it's hard for people to receive what God wants to do in your life when they can't receive that God can do something special in their life. So the Bible says that David goes to Saul. David does not become disrespectful, but David knows what he's been through. David knows how God has prepared him with, as Eliab said, those few sheep. David says, look, I don't know of all of what happened with Goliath before. All I know is my experience. All I know is that God has prepared me for such a time as this. David said, I may not know how to fight like Goliath. I may not know the strategies of your army. But what I do know is, is that there came a time while I was tending my father's sheep and there came a lion and then a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock. David said, I got back the lamb that the bear and the lion tried to destroy. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and I smote him and I slew him. David said, I don't know about what happened before. All I know is I can talk from my experiences. See, brothers and sisters, sometimes when people are difficult, they try to make it seem like you've never gone through anything. But you know your story better than anybody else. You know how God has been faithful in your life. You know the challenges you've already faced. David went on and said in verse number 36, he said, I'm sorry, verse 35. He said, and I went out after him and smote him and delivered him out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Then David says, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said his first biggest mistake was not that he talked smack, but he literally defied the armies of the living God. Well, you say, well, Pastor Harvin, when did Goliath defy the armies of the living God? Well, you go into the Bible in verse number 10 of chapter 17 of 1 Samuel. The Bible says, and the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. You see, Goliath had a bigger strategy. Goliath had a bigger thing in mind. He basically said, if I can make the people afraid of me, then I can be Lord over them. If I can make the people afraid of me, then they'll have to serve us, Philistines. And that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants to build up fear. And one of the biggest challenges is, is when you're dealing with people that don't believe in you, Oftentimes, you're not dealing with that person. You're dealing with the fear that operates in the person. And because they're afraid and they think more highly of themselves than they think of you, they automatically think that you don't measure up. But how many of y'all know that God can use any of us? God can use anybody he puts his hand on to do a great work for him. God is more concerned about where's your heart. 
What's in you? David says, is there not a cause? This God, this giant is defying the armies of the living God. Somebody needs to stand up and do something. Somebody has been through something and seen God to be faithful to them. Is there not a cause? And I want to ask you that question in your life. Is there not a cause? Just because people count you out, is there still not a cause? Just because people don't believe you can finish your education, is there still not a cause? Just because people don't feel because they didn't make it, they don't feel you can make it, is there still not a cause? Are you going to quit because other people don't believe in you? Are you going to give up because other people don't think that you can get it done? Oh no, you've come too far, my brother, my sister, to let go now. You've come too far in the Lord to give up now and coward now. Just because everybody else won't step up to the challenge. Maybe, just maybe, God has set you to be the person to step up to the challenge. Well, let's keep going. Bible says, we know how, how, how this ends. Bible says that eventually um, David goes out and faces Goliath. And he slews Goliath. He killed him. He didn't kill him with the sword. He didn't kill him with the spear. The Bible says he killed Goliath with a smooth stone. David used what he knew to use to kill a giant that nobody else wanted to deal with. And you think your knowledge is not enough. And you think you're not smart enough. And you think that because you don't do things the way people that count you out do them, that you're not good enough. Oh my God, my brother, my sister, God has given you exactly what you need to be successful in this season of your life. God has equipped you for such a time as this. Don't you dare give up because of the difficult people you're facing. Don't you dare count yourself out. If God is not counting you out, don't you take yourself out. No matter what anybody says about you, God says you have what it takes to get it done. So the next time that difficult person comes your way, the next time that difficult group comes your way and counts you out, you say, I don't stand in my own strength. I stand in the strength of the Lord. The next time they say you don't have the right weapons, you don't have the right degrees, <laughs> you don't have the right education, you didn't go to the right college, you don't, you're not sitting under the right pastor, you, you don't know the right people. The next time they bring that to you, you just tell them this one thing. You tell them this one thing. I know the Lord and I know that he is faithful. And I know that if he kept me when I faced the lion, I know that if he kept me when I faced the bear, this is yet another opportunity for him to keep me. Don't shy away from the challenge. Don't let difficult people count you out. Your breakthrough is right around the corner if you walk in faith and trust God. Let the haters hate. Let the difficult people talk. But while they're talking, you get to moving in the things of God. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to support our ministry, you can visit us at paharvin.org. Help us to continue to impact the world for Christ. And remember, no matter what's going on in your life, it's time to draw closer to Christ.